Good morning. Welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with my second uh, week of the four mayors with Alan Foster from Cumberland County, Denny Wayne from White County, Jeff Mason from Smith County, Randy Hattie from Jackson County. Had a great show last week talking about their budgets, the process they went through, who had to raise taxes, who did not have to raise taxes. We're going to move on from the raising tax part, but we didn't get to last week, which is a good topic, I think, to discuss. And and, and kind of enlightens people that are not familiar with the budget deadline for county governments. You know, we're on a fiscal year that ends June 30th. Uh, federal government's on a fiscal year that ends September 30th. Cities are mostly on June 30th. So every county in the state is on the June 30th fiscal year. State law says um, we're going to pass a budget by June 30th, uh, th- but they give you an extension, right? Yep. So continuation budget by August 31st. Two of the mayors and two of the counties in here pass it before June 30th. Two of the mayors pass it after June 30th. So, I want to know. I want to know who who wants to start. Alan, why did why did you wait till August what 16th? Yeah, 14th. 14th. <laughs> I, I've I've in years past when we've had lean budgets, especially you know right now it's a little bit better for us. Right, uh, we've not had to make some tough decisions like we have in the past, but I know for a fact it saved us money. Because, you know, you're doing all the estimates of what your fund balance is going to be, you know, how you're going to end on spending and all that. But we wait until after it because we can see all that, uh, all that, how it truly comes in. And we were looking to try and figure a way of funding roofs on two schools. And, you know, the school the system didn't think they could do one and all this one year. This was several years ago. And then their fund balance comes in and it was hundreds of thousands above so the county ended up having to do one roof, and the school did one out of their fund. That's just one. You know, a couple hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. And so I believe it helps us to make better decisions, especially in tough years. Now, some years it wouldn't be as, as bad to do it, but, you know, I like the certificates that we get at the end of the year instead of the ones that we get at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Rebuttal from the two counties that uh... – And that means clean audit, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, we do actually – we keep up and do good bookkeeping throughout the year. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Did so, you get a clean audit last year? <laughs> I have a yeah, landfill. I have a landfill. <laughs> <laughs> it's landfill. Uh, so we, we have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Of course, we, we shut off issuing POs. Right. We, we tell everybody, hey, you know, this is it. Get what you need and give us the last three or four weeks. To, when do you do that, Denny Wayne, in White County? Uh, pretty much the uh, – Last month or in June. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty t- That's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be tough. Well, I mean, we still allow for Yeah, there's emergencies and stuff that happen. Medical, yeah. inmate medical. But if major purchases, because they'll turn me down too. I mean, I don't have any, they don't treat me any special. I mean, I I have to beg, borrow, and steal to get something done in June if it pops up. And that's a bad time for me. As sure as we cut them off, we'll have an HVAC unit go out or something. Well, that's an that's yeah. that's different. But, I mean, you just can't – they don't just allow you to – because the problem is is the last week of June is the is the first week of fair prep. So we usually have something go wrong or break and have to I have to go beg and borrow and plead for them to let me spend money. And so, yeah. yeah. So what's the motivation? Do you well, it's the law. It? It's the law. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to do it. We we would like to follow the rules. Yeah, we're we're rule followers. Well, Wait, me, can let, I can I say something? Sure, I absolutely. Mean, tomorrow we should be playing Rocky Top and saluting the hill because tomorrow is the first it, it, day of the greatest part of the year. It's it is college football. You time. are correct, yeah. Jeff so, I mean, Mason. That's the most astute thing that will be said today. Probably. <laughs> probably, my wife. My wife would tell you it's the beginning of the most useless time of the year for me. <laughs> That's great. Well, so a, all right, I. I when do I, you pass it? We pass it in July, last Monday in July, and we do it, what you just said, 
We want to know where our cash balances are. Yeah. We want to know mm-hmm. exactly what we have. I can pretty much guess in January what my fund balance is going to be. Can't you, DW? Pretty much, yeah. We don't do guesses, do we? No. We don't I, I want to know definitely. Yeah, I do too. And and I don't and, miss it much. I, I, hey, I have faith in you that you don't. I guess my yes, question I, is, and golly, I hope the comptroller don't listen to this and yell at me. I thought everybody listened to this. Yeah. Some people do. Uh, if the law says June 30th, then why do they give us the deadline of June, August 31st? Can anybody answer that question? Stay going. Okay. The know. law says June 30th. It but does. But there's a comma and a B-U-T, one T, that says August 31st is the absolute last day. And, and you don't even have to pass a continuing budget now. You used exactly. to. Mm-hmm. For many years, we always had to pass a continuing budget, but the law says you're basically you're on the previous year's budget with clean balances from going forward for the year, so until you pass your new budget. So uh, we have 181 County that does and one that don't. What does your finance director, Alan, say about it? He's good with waiting until August. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's been there how long? How long has Nathan uh, been there? He laid the first brick. The courthouse was built in 1905. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> That's pretty Somewhere good. in there. I hope Nathan is not listening to this. Nathan, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure we remember he's that. I will t- we will tell him that. <laughs> he's probably 30... I mean, he's been there a while. And so, Danny Wayne, your mm-hmm. finance director is a former auditor, and mm-hmm. smart guy, Chad. He probably wants to pass it before July 1. Yes. And does he, does he say why? Just because it's law? Is that well, I mean, it's law. And of course, you know, Chad does a good job. And, and I know we, I kind of said it as a joke, but we, he does do a good job of keeping yeah. up where everything's at and reports that. And so we, we have. A, you all are confident enough, uh, May or so, April, May, that you feel good about passing the budget in June. Uh, we in Putnam County, we 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 believe what we're doing, but we re- we just want to be sure, right? And what about Jackson County? That's I mean, the same way. I mean, I think that any any of us could do the past budget by June, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to you guys. I mean, I know that I've talked about getting mine passed. We'll try by. it one time. I, I've tried <laughs> to get mine passed by June the thirtieth. Just, I think just how, see if you can. A lot of it has to do with. Just how we've always done it, right? right? I think I, that's it. I can remember when I was on the commission my first time, we had to pass a continuing budget because you didn't have to have your budget passed till September. September 30th. Yeah, and and so mm-hmm. we never passed our budget until the last of September. Now, I've been the first or second Monday in August forever. This is the first time I've ever passed it in July. When do you get your t- where do you get your school funding numbers though? Your, July your last estimate? Yeah. yeah, it's July. It's July. That's it's July. right. It's that's July. So you're guessing on that stuff. And that drives me nuts. If you're going to have a law that says that you have to be but, done by the end of June, and you don't have your your new financial estimates, how are you going to how are you going to pass? You're going to have to well because that. you can figure maintenance of effort in May. Yeah, but you're still doing if swag. What, you're if still you're doing swag. Man. No, the formula he sent us is exactly what we use. Should we be pulling them fingers across here? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm true, giving. But, I'm giving but, you but credit. You know, the estimates change though, right? right. I mean, May it's one, and then usually it goes down in June. And then next thing you know, July it could be anywhere. And yeah. I so board of equalization meets in June. Does that play a part? In yeah, the absolutely. Value? Yeah. So it, I mean, that's kind of where that's we try, our thinking. We right? we don't we don't pass a budget until their their time is up. So do okay. you? All right. So that's a good question. I just okay. wonder how big of a deal that makes in your counties because board of equalization really doesn't affect my penny. No, hardly any. It doesn't ours much. It's either. very little. You've, and you've got the, you've got the same groups that basically that's more of a do it every year. So you. Just to do it, to be doing it, because they said you had to do it. Yeah. I mean, this year we didn't have... We take it very seriously in Cumberland County. I want that to be... I mean, we had the whole week of it and had nobody. Right. This year. It's we, usually we have works. some. We yeah. always nobody. have some. Usually, yeah. that, usually those conversations are had throughout the year in yeah. October when they get their taxes. That's, <laughs> that's when they should meet. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's when people notice it. I mean, you get to that point in time, nobody's, it's kind of, you've paid it, you're past it. Mm. So, Alan and Randy, do you get phone calls from the comptroller's office any point in time saying, why haven't you passed the budget by June I 30? get emails and they said, you know, it's coming up. The law. The deadline's says. coming up. Uh, do you have a, te- a time frame? And I said, okay. yeah. Late July, early August, just like we do yes. every year. Same me. And Steve Osborne, of course, we don't have, we have Charlie, I have Charlie Lester now. Do you still have, do you have Charlie now? Uh, no, they just Steve changed. moved up. Yeah, I can't somebody remember who I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. But Steve had always tickled me. He'd call and he'd say, well, Mayor Herod, can, uh, I guess I can expect your budget in August. Absolutely. And you know what? You're not, you're not going to get a finding for no. doing it in August either. Do you ever get a call? Nope. No, I don't. <laughs> I still think That's they do funny. it because they want a certificate. Yeah. I we, like there's no lie to that. I mean, we've not lied about that. So we've not died. Where, where is that certificate at right now? Uh, it's in Daisy's office. In the finance director's mm-hmm. office. Same with you, Dean Wayne, or you have it at home and you're by your uh, 10 point, 12 point buck? Yeah, yeah. No, it's there on the courthouse window. They're baking. We have our two clean audit findings. The big blow up one we put on the interstate. With, with spotlights on them, too. Where at? <laughs> finance office. Because oh. they're the ones, honestly. You know, they're the ones that keep us in line. We joke around, and I guess we all like to take credit. But when it boils down to it, you got to have a good finance director or, or somebody in charge of that to keep you, make sure everybody's, because there's so many POs and invoices and little budgets and line items to watch that uh, we, we've got a good, uh, a good finance director, a good Brandy, finance office. Well, and you're the only one in here in Jackson County without a budget finance director, official title. Would, would I heard they're just terrible. Is that something you would like to have one day? Randy's. So uh, I'm open to being 81 County. Uh, I I, I feel like for me, I'd want to go 81, go all the way or not. Right. Um, I don't have a problem being general law. I'll say this. It's a lot of work. It would be extremely difficult to pass a budget by the end of June just because you want to make sure about your numbers. Right. You can come close. um, And I I mean, I'm right where I projected I'd be in April. So, uh, so I knew I'd be close within a mm-hmm. hundred grand mm-hmm. of every fund, um, but at the same time, pulling all that information together and getting a budget together, it was uh, really hectic to get it to last uh, Monday in July, same night y'all did it. Um, and I'll probably go back to August. <laughs> I need that other week to not have to be rushed to try to get the packets to my commission to do my uh, budget workshop and, and get the newspaper thing. We really had to rush. And it was because I had an out-of-town trip, and I was trying to work around the flights and all that, and I was trying to get it in so I wouldn't have at the last minute. What if it didn't pass? You know, I, I was trying to lay out time for that because I knew a property tax increase was part of it. Um, but I'd probably go, I'll probably go back to the first Monday in August because I need that other week just to not have so much pressure. And running that newspaper ad was difficult. Because we have to get the information from the highway. We have to get the information from the school, and then we have to have our own information in there. And that's a difficult process um, to try to get done in my office. But does it work for Putnam County, too? I mean, it does. We, you know, we, we actually um, have considered a little bit trying to get it done for June. And when, then when we start thinking about what all we have to do, it's just, it, it scares us a little bit that we're not going to get all the information right. And, we meet 15 times as a budget committee, and I know last week y'all said y'all met five or six. We met 15 times this last yeah. year, of course, we raised taxes, and that was that's tough to get a budget passed yeah. before June 30th with everything going on with raises. So 
Uh, having said that, I'm with the four mayors here in Upper Cumberland, Jeff Mason, Denny Wayne Robinson, Alan Foster, and Randy Hetty. We'll be back here on Local Matters after this break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Talking county government with four mayors I have on every quarter or so. Jeff Mason from Smith County. Denny Wayne Robinson from White County. Alan Foster from Cumberland County. Randy Hetty from Jackson County. We've been talking budgets and part of the budget process and revenue calculation is is all, all the four counties, all of you have a jail and... Um, basically everybody's got a, a good size jail, decent jail. You're, you're not like a Clay County or a Pickett County where Clay County's still in a house and they're working towards building a jail and Pickett County's on the top floor of the courthouse, which they don't, even, they don't even house anybody overnight anymore. Y'all have good sized jails. And so do y'all consider the prisoner boarding from the state or, and, and the next question is, do y'all actually house prisoners from out of County in the contract with other counties? And do y'all, how much of the factor do y'all play that in your budget? So who wants to go first? I will. Randy, do you do you have how many so how many beds do you have in Jackson County? One hundred twenty-five. Do you house any prisoners outside of Jackson County? Yes, sir. Do you so what do you what's your contract with those? Uh, so we do the state contract, right? Okay. And so we have state inmates, and then we uh, also have a contract with Clay County, and then we have a couple of other counties uh, that we uh, actually uh, contract with also, um, and so uh, that that plays a huge portion. In, in our revenue, no doubt about it. Um, so for years pre-COVID, so I, I got to go back. Pre-COVID, we did about nine hundred to nine hundred sixty thousand dollars a year in revenue, uh, just through prisoner board. Um, you know, and I know all these uh, other mayors here with me don't do that like we did, but we did. It was part of our revenue, uh, and you knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, after COVID, when they started emptying the jails of inmates to try to uh, you know, make sure COVID didn't get in the jail, which didn't work, by the way, and it still got in our jail. Right. Um, we ended up, you know, losing a lot of revenue. So we've took a hit, uh, 21, 22, uh, 21, we probably lost 500,000, uh, 550,000 in revenue. And then 22, we lost about four, a little over four, 400,000. And this year it's about 350. Um, at the end of it, of what the revenue used to be. Now, I'll say this. We have budgeted that same revenue to keep from raising property taxes. Right. Now, we um, budget revenues low, conservatively, and then we budget, budget expenditures at cost. Mm-hmm. All right? And so when they when the revenues come over, they've been able to cover that. But last year, we went upside down 100. This year, we're probably going to go upside down a little around $300,000. Right. So that's another reason for a property tax increase that we had earlier uh, late in July, was because we had to overcome that. You, you can't continue to 
to budget numbers that ain't there. Right. Um, and uh, that's what we've doesn't been Doesn't everybody budget, though, as a revenue? I mean, it's... Yeah. It's, we yeah. do, I mean, but what we really do is you basically budget what the previous year's actual was. And it's come down a lot. COVID knocked it down. But if you really run your numbers, at least for our jail, you lose money on state prisoners. It costs us more to run the jail per day per prisoner than what the state gives us. So, so for us... He's well, going to argue against that because we've had this discussion. Well, times. it's you. It's, it's. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm numbers not, are numbers. You're right. He's wrong. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to argue. What with you him. would like to do is say if you've got <laughs> 250 spots in the jail and you've got 200 for your county, you would want 50 every night just because that offsets your overhead. But you don't want that 200 that 251st or whatever your jail is because you lose money on it. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> here's what I know. Next, Jeff. Let me tell Jeff. you. No, 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 no. Let me turn. tell you what I know. Next Jeff, Jeff just get me. Here's, here's <laughs> the. I can see Jeff's really. Yeah, but yeah, but he's, he just wants me to talk because I agree with him. Exactly yeah, right. yeah, here's the facts. If you have 115 beds in your jail, let's just use 115. We can do 120. It doesn't matter. What I know is, you're going to have 115 people in that jail. Right. Okay. So we used to have 75 state in other counties. Okay. And then another thirty-five to forty county, and as those county things when uh, county, I mean state inmates uh, went out during COVID, we ended up filling those spots with county Local. inmates. Right. I still have a full jail, but a whole lot less revenue. Now, in all fairness to my sheriff in jail, uh, JA, they bringing that number back. As I've, if you've heard me say, the number of loss of the original revenue is is, is shrinking, and we're getting closer to hitting that revenue. I think it's number. Jeff's turn. So, anyways, <laughs> I argue with you on that, Alan. I disagree. I disagree. We, you go well, ahead, and, we can agree. And, and going back to last week's discussion, I still have PTSD from this because when I came in, that was one thing that ca- had caught us. Is we previous couple of years we we had they had been forecasting like ninety state prisoners in a hundred twenty seven bed facility. Well, the actual number was closer to forty seven, forty five. So there was a big revenue anticipation there that wasn't coming and it was you know and, and it just went away so my you know i think right now we're still some we're still somewhere around that 47 45 and that's what we budget for we budget for 47 i think 47 and we've not changed that in three years and so i don't want ours has steadied off it dropped yeah, we're, and stayed off. well i mean but when we but we you know when we set that revenue at 47 and we got to 35 during covid it didn't kill us as bad as it did but what does it cost other? you on medical not just oh, the per gosh. day it's 3 400,000 dollars a year and just just medical how much that state if they spend well, the night at state that's yeah if if they spend the night in the hospital i'm sorry i'm not getting to clarify that right yeah uh, if not it's on it's on, it's on us. us so yeah and i mean most so, of it's probably not spending the night in the hospital at least our i mean you make sure they're sick. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you better. Yeah. Yeah. Or take them at eleven fifty nine. It's more than just the cost of what you're getting in. There's a lot of expenditures on that too. There is your food. Your, but I mean, but you're right. I mean, I'll give credit where credit's due, Randy. If the, if the beds were empty, they would fill them up with locals, and so you would still. It's and that's why I say it's not a it's not a money making proposition. You're gonna lose money either way. That's right. Crime yeah, don't pay. You, you lose money to jail regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's there, correct. There, there never is. But, you know, Randy's right. It costs what it costs to run a jail. Uh, and so any revenue that you get in to offset that is just, 
I, I agree with that. I don't go as I far as say you make but money, but it offsets. I don't offsets. think you make money. I think uh, it offsets your losses. It offsets your you, losses. You cannot make money. Crime Sorry, don't pay. In a jail, right? <laughs> right. But when we're, where we used to be, we had enough revenue coming in to almost, almost budget the jail. So the revenue coming in almost paid for the jail cost. That has not been the case since COVID, right? I didn't say that it was equal. I'm saying it almost yeah. covered the cost of the jail just based on prisoner board, uh, phone cards, commissary. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All the revenue that comes with it. Um, and, and since COVID, and we lost those prisoner boards from the state, that's really become upside down quite a bit. So, But what worries me about it is we don't use any of our – uh, jail revenue from inmates and we don't house any per se from outside uh you just a lot of times you get your own people that gets convicted of a state thing and before they come get them that they become state we get that revenue but we don't budget any of that revenue for any kind of reoccurring expense that's that's where you get you get hooked and you get basically you at that point your sheriff starts running your county because he's got he's got control of the purse strings uh, and so we're Interesting point. That is an interesting yeah, point. So we don't we don't do any kind of reoccurring revenue with that state inmate money. Well, and so does anybody's prisoner boarding go to debt service to pay for the jail that you have, or do you just send it all in a general fund for the general operation? Fund. Yeah, we do. We do buildings, county buildings. Okay. You don't estimate any income off of. Yeah, we estimate income, but it goes into uh, county buildings. We don't do. We don't offset any reoccurring. We don't pay no labor or. Electric so that's what or, you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't go to operating. It goes to capital, yeah, yeah, capital expenditures projects. for the building. Yeah, yeah. Ours just goes into our regular revenues. And yeah, ours goes to general fund. And that's helping to pay for the staffing and the medical mm-hmm. and the food. And, and, I will yeah. say it, it does offset overhead, obviously. But but if we uh, truly got reimbursed the cost of what it costs to do a prisoner, there'd be more. It'd be higher. Right. That, that's right. great points. I'm with the four mayors. We've been talking uh, incarceration with with inmates and how that funding <laughs> uh, how that funding takes uh, pl- effect with the don't, budget. Don't say mayors in incarceration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. This has been Rogers on Local Matters. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Randy Hetty, Alan Foster, Denny Wayne Robinson, and Jeff Mason. All uh, county mayors in Upper Cumberland that we have on every quarter. We've been talking budgets. I've uh, been talking a lot of things about budgets. So let's move on past the budget season. That's one big task that you can mark off the list, mayors, that you've accomplished. Now it's time to move forward for the rest of the fiscal year. Denny Wayne, we'll start with you. You've been quiet today. so Well, we'll I'm start. on medication, so I, I, I want to be careful. <laughs> you look better than you did last week, though. Is did it I? feeling better? Yeah, I feel is better. Is it feeling yeah. better? Than okay. So what What do you got going on in White County? Now the budget process is over, which you know that's a big process for you and your officials and department heads and employees. What's White County got going on now? Well, basically my big problem now, is, and we've talked about before, is, is solid waste. And that's that's where I'm at. We're still trying to, to hammer that out and figure that out and, and get something moving there. Uh, I don't know. I I'd always tell everybody, I said, you know, if you have a leak in your house, first thing you do is you turn the water off and you go in there and fix it. You can't turn trash off. It it comes no matter what. And so trying to uh, trying to deal with that and, and the increase in costs, can't get parts, can't get trucks, can't uh, people, can't get people. people. Yeah. yeah, actually, I've got pretty lucky. I'm I'm I am staffed. Knock now. on some wood, yeah, brother. This is the first time and. Well, and year. you all have a landfill, yes. so it's a little bit different for people like you know, like us and Putnam. We don't have a landfill. Yeah. Well, we do, for, but just for a small one. For, mm-hmm. But so we have the transfer station. But you're doing the whole thing. Do the whole thing. You're doing the whole operation. So you, that means more people. That means more equipment. That means more parts. And and right now, inflation's not helping you there. No, inflation's not. 
and supply chain's not. Right. Yeah. So you have a big, uh, you have a roll-off truck or anything you're looking for? You, are you fully equipped right now? Or? Uh, no, uh, front-end truck uh, we're looking for. Uh, they were about, it was about two years out. It's down to about eight months now. I can, uh, should be able to, to get one. We're, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's been it, a long one, though. It's, it's been a long time. A tough question, Denny Wayne, and you don't have to answer. Is a is a landfill a blessing or a curse? <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Jeff, you have one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Alan, you did not, right? We we're post closure. We did, but yeah. we closed it around when I was a commissioner. Right. And Randy, you thank God no. Right. So I have. Two that do and two that don't. And Jeff, I mean, how's your landfill going? You having the same problems anyway? We have, I mean, we run the same issues as DW does on that side. Uh, we're we're in the process of opening a 2.4 acre sale. Should have it open and constructed by first of this year. We're working on a nine. We're trying. We're trying our best to get ahead of the game and have sales open where we're not racing to the last minute to get stay in front of T deck and overfill and just uh, it's a uh, you ask, is it a blessing or a curse? Would I would I start one today in Smith County? Absolutely not. Right. Could you? Uh, Even could. Well, you no. I mean, that's but that but that's the that's the thing about that that DW and I share frustration about is a lot of times we feel like we're being pushed on from from state levels on our landfills, but it's like, hey, what are you gonna do if we close? Yeah, what are you because do? you look at you look at Middle Point and 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 I know that's where y'all take your trash bin. They they're saying they've got maybe six years. Uh, you go outside of there, and you've got you go got to go to Lewisburg or to uh, Ray Ray County. Ray County. Mm-hmm. So I mean, trash is a problem for everybody, whether you got a landfill or not. Well, and your landfill's a problem even after you're done with it. Absolutely, and we're we not continually have absolutely. Problems. If you've got one, you never get rid of it, and and it's just and. When we went to Washington, I mean, we married, we went to Washington. I, I asked those questions to our federal. Hey, what we what we what we doing about trash? We're, we're sending money to Ukraine. What about the trash in you know in Smith County? You know, is what's anybody, the plan? Right? Yeah, plan. anybody want to help us with that? You yeah. know, yeah, um, uh, because uh, there's no there's nothing out there that says, oh yeah, we got a magic bullet coming in 15 years. It, it's still buried in the ground. Well, he's he's there. I'm there. Someday there ain't gonna be no more ground to bury it in. Yeah, and that's nobody's nobody's got that far to figure out what we're going to do. And, and you know, and uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, recycling is a scam because there's no market for it. I mean, it ends up in our play. I mean, they, you can feel good about putting it in that special <laughs> container, but guess where it's going? I'll tell you what, though, too. You get recycling. You can't again. say that, Jeff. I just, <laughs> I just did. I just did. Yeah. Get some phone calls. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get it in, you get full. Am I wrong? And what You're happens wrong. if you have to throw some of it away? Yeah. Because if you get it in, you get it full. It's it's overflowing. You can't get rid of it. Who's sitting on plastic right now? Yeah, bottles. Well, I've had this same conversation, and I almost feel bad. I had this conversation last night. We had a constituent come up and talk to me about it. Recycling is a it, it is it's a scam. It's it's marketing. Okay. It's feel good. Yeah, it's feel good. It, it's marketing done by now. Listen, I'm I'm a capitalist. I'm pro business, and I'm absolutely. I'm, I'm, but that's one place where they burn us. They they have the marketing. To, they put it out there to say you throw this in that little blue bucket with arrows on it, and, and you've saved the world. And that's not what. I'll not tell you what, though, what's that's not from the perspective of somebody with closed landfill. Anything we don't have to have a haul bill on and uh, pay somebody for a tipping fee, 
that does help us. Even mm-hmm. if we're getting paid very little for it, we're still not paying well, out for a hall bill and a tipping fee. So from my perspective, you know, that works. But it's still right. hard well, sometimes I mean, that's to get a, rid of I mean, stuff. Mine's a, mine's a $6.5 million a year revenue business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a true business because we partner with other counties and take their trash landfill. It. But, again, it's still – it's it's. I do need to minimize as much as possible to get out because it saves taxpayer money. So, but it's it can be a mess, and and you need these big buildings to store stuff in and all that. Uh, and the logistics of it on the other side to it, just collecting it, is always a pain. Uh, we've had terrible equipment, and we've made it a concerted effort. We talked with the commission about putting some pennies in our solid waste fund so that we could have some buy some things we've needed trucks and roll offs and super compactors and and all these things that we can do to try to minimize the number of trips so uh it's always uh solid waste is an issue i want to say that i'm last week we finally got finished with our archives we finally decided where it was going i know we've talked about that for seven or eight years literally there's another problem and it was finally (laughs) we got everything approved Last time, and so our other big issue that we're working on now is to try to work through our courthouse repair and, and remodel. So uh, there's always something going on for sure. That's one of the bigger issues. When is the courthouse going to be done? Uh, we're supposed to have bid documents within the next few weeks on the repair. It's two parts. They're going to repair it first. We'll be gutted, and That's then we the got to rep- courthouse uh, do the remodel. That nobody else could apply for. <laughs> the what? The courthouse grant that nobody else can apply for. Yeah, that's what he said. He said that loud too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure you don't. don't know we all do. About. I'm going to work for me one of them. Yeah. 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 I need oh. one. <laughs> Who needs friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh you lord! Come, you get that night. Thank you. Thank you. Pull that out. Thank you. Uh, so and we're looking at a huge expense on our courthouse, though. So yeah. That, yeah. You know, the six and a uh-huh. half was original, and they told us the other night that we're looking at uh, uh, needing to, it would be the best time would be to replace HVAC and the whole thing while yeah. it's peeled apart. Yeah. And obviously that's true. That's going to be another 1.4. I mean, so, so it's not a cheap project. Dollar project uh, it could, from... I, I, I'm going to say I don't think it'll be that high, but the high end, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That'd be me a new one. I think say well yeah yeah, because Steve Jones's was eight million dollars and is a little more than what he but yeah for a new admin building yeah I mean I'm looking at I mean I'm sitting there with the same problem I mean my my courthouse is 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 vacant and just going down I we need to spend and I'm probably half of what he just said yeah I don't think ours will be that high I'll be I really don't think it'll be that high that's high in numbers but you know you got to look at the worst case. Yeah, but everything but, in it's custom and yeah, yes, yeah, that's us. We were trying to get somebody. I mean, trying to find somebody that can work on those old buildings. Ours is going to be peeled down to the walls, cleaned out, and the floors and all that when this is done because of the structural damage. But D. Wayne, how's your courthouse? Our courthouse in good shape. Yeah, yeah. we just did some uh, HVAC updates. Uh, actually, it came in a little cheaper than what we hmm. what we uh, budgeted for. Give me the name of your uh, yeah yeah. We'll give me the that. name of your HVAC I'm guy. Not, I used to know a really good HVAC yeah, I did. guy. Uh, he, he don't do it no more. He don't do that no more. <laughs> but yeah, he. <laughs> we have a big problem with with storage. Yeah, uh, that's. I need to build it. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, all of the court records. Keep and why can't we get the state to let us digitize the court records or something? Having to keep all this these hard copies for ninety nine years. 
for you every know, court case that ever comes through there. They're afraid you're going to lose a file on a computer, but I'm telling you what, you're more apt to lose it uh, to a in fire a or water or anything else yeah. than you are electronically Insects anymore. Or, yeah. or just, yeah. uh, you know, something happens and you misplace a box and it gets thrown yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, you're much more likely to lose a hard copy than you are an electronic. I now, bet. certain documents don't need to be ever thrown away. Right. Oh, yeah. Historical things. Yep. Historical, yeah. With real value like that. I mean, we wouldn't throw away the Constitution or, or anything like that. But some documents are like those things, you know. I you agree. have the original Constitution? Well, we're trying to buy one. We're trying to get <laughs> yeah, one donated to. I'm like, wow. It had some kind of math. That was a stretch, wasn't it? I mean, wow. I would never throw away the Constitution. I don't know. I don't know. You might. It depends on how much it costs you to have the archives to save it. I don't know. I can't breathe right now. He got a certificate uh, for that, didn't you? <laughs> I had a thought. And you're not getting it's a certificate. Going, ain't it? Just like, yeah, you're not getting no certificates. <laughs> we were good for like, you know, a whole show last week and two sections a day. I mean, you knew it was coming. So close. <laughs> had to have a fall apart. Uh, yeah, and somehow you, they picked on you, Alan. Yeah, it's good for them every now and then. Um, I get a records request. That's right. Or, I'm the good one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I get a records request or records retention. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I get a records request, records retention question every week. I bet. Every week. And and the and if it's from a mayor, from one of you all, it's we're out of space. If it's from an official, well, I'm out of space, and I don't understand why I've got to keep this document for so long. Right. And it's, you know, and, and it's, it's a common thing. So, guys, um... Thanks for being here. Y'all are wealth of information. Y'all do such a great job for your counties. I like you all the same, Denny Wayne. Uh, I just y'all have picked on Allen, and he. I need to boost him up a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's he. He's. It's been a hard one this last segment for him, I'm and that's instigated easy. by Mason. And he's usually not. You know. Hey, what am I kidding? He is too. The yeah, really. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, love being around y'all. The information y'all give. Y'all. Y'all help me out so much. Appreciate y'all, folks. Hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of Local Matters with the four mayors. Jeff Mason, Smith County, Denny Wayne Robinson, White County, Allen Foster, Cumberland County, Randy Hetty, Jackson County. Thanks, my producer, Jake. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile and a frown. Take care of somebody. Be kind. We'll see you next week. Go Vols.